Welcome back, everybody, to your favorite wrestling podcast, Down for the Count. I am Alexis, and with me tonight, not only do I have Tiff and Nicole, Janae is at work, but she'll be on the next episode. We have our friend, the one and only, our favorite Virgo, Don, is with us tonight. So all, all y'all say hi. Hey. Well, that was real dry. Dry? Hey. What you want me to say? I said Hey. Oh, oh my ass already being <laughs> uh, we got a good show for you guys tonight uh we're gonna go over not only money in the bank results we're gonna talk about uh great american bash which is currently going on right now as we record at this point uh talk a little bit about what's going on with that and uh you'll probably hear the reactions until the show is over um got some stuff to talk about that's going on on wrestling twitter because again reason we cannot have nice things as wrestling fans and then we're gonna debut a new segment on the show and we're not gonna tell y'all what it is until we do it so mm-hmm. nana, nana, nana. that's all i have to say on that <laughs> so uh so this saturday i'm still not used to them having shows on saturday it's weird um this saturday what or last saturday excuse me was money in the bank overall it was kind of a good show um of course people always seem to have issues with it but before mm-hmm. we go into that what did y'all think of money in the bank overall as a show mm. um i guess like a b plus c minus or b minus c plus somewhere between there for me Okay. Nicole, what'd you think of Money in the Bank? I didn't even like, I watched it weird. So, I don't know. It was like a good C. You know, it was a good middle, middle ground, good middle player. Something to keep you busy on a, on a Saturday night if you got nothing really else better to do. Yeah, it's not my first choice, but it's also not the worst thing. All right. Tiff, what did you think of Money in the Bank? I thought Money in the Bank was a solid show for them. Um, it wasn't like over the top spectacular, like we've come to expect Money in the Bank to be. But if we're going for a decent pay-per-view, it was a decent pay-per-view. We had some surprises in there you didn't expect. And they did what they were supposed to do. They put on a good show. So I'd give them props for that. Right. Well, there was a really, there was a lot of good matches on this um, on this show. Uh, let's start, of course, with the well. Since it started it off, it only seems appropriate. The women's Money in the Bank ladder match. We had uh, Raquel with her strong ass back, Shotzi, uh, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Becky Lynch, and Oscar. This was. This was not my favorite match of the night. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it. This was no, this was it's not a my fair favorite show. one. This that's was not that's fair. And it it I usually and I hate saying that because it's always the women's match when it comes to the money in the bank wise. That always seems to go off. Like mm-hmm. they're going they're doing like crazy ass shit. But this one, 
I, I don't know what it was. Just something, something was not, something was not clicking. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the deal was, but it was not, it was not clicking. There's, I don't want to say it was botched heavy because I don't want to be one of those shows, but there were some things that were pretty, really noticeable. Um, yeah, there's um, some of the wrestlers in the match. It, it seems like they had some of those match jitters that you have. Um, they didn't really shake that off as they were performing. Some of the moves they had practiced or whatever the case may be, they didn't go off right. Um, we saw Asuka and Becky do a stunt, and it looked bad. We thought Asuka was hurt really bad because she did not come back in the match after that. So Becky climbed on the top of that ladder, and she jumped onto Asuka, but the ladder did not break, which would have kind of braced her for that type of impact. It didn't happen. So Asuka bore the brunt of all of that. Becky also got a little banged up in that match, too, because of that stunt. So there were a lot of things that were off in the women's match, and a lot of people um, focused more so on Shotzi and Raquel because they stood out the most. Yeah. That was, um, that was hard. That was hard. Um, I saw a tweet. I know this is somewhat of a, a serious subject matter, but they were like, you know, Shotzi might have been stinking, which they were like, you know, you don't, you don't shit a little when you fart every now and then again. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really good analogy, honestly. Yeah, and I was like, you know what? You's right. I'm on my business. Oh, I forgot Lacey. Sorry, my bad. I forgot the Lacey yeah. was in there. She actually, but no one was complaining about her all like that. She didn't do too which bad. Which is good for her. Yeah, She didn't. Most of the stuff she did went off clean except for when she took that that oh. power bomb yeah was it the- that that yeah it was off that ladder that's where that looked a little boxy but for the most part Lacey was completely clean throughout that whole match everything she did she executed there but was there was Raquel, one she was having issues and i think yeah. Shotzi's problem was she was just a little too overzealous but I don't think Raquel is comfortable in that type of match. Yeah. There was there was one thing Lacey did that I really saw her do, and I'd never seen her do this before. There was like a little segment that she had, I think, with Asuka, I think. I want to say it was her. But she had this little segment where she they were like trying to kick her feet out from under her, and Lacey, I think it was something about they were on the ground, Lacey, and Lacey was kind of doing like the, this little two-step thing, like to avoid getting her feet kicked out from underneath her. And she did that like real smooth. And I was like, how yeah, come that- no one, no one's talking about this? Like this. Okay. Like Y'all said she needs to tighten up. I guess she did. She tightened up. Oh, uh, I can't. Uh, no, 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 no. I'll give her credit to do. It looked clean, but I'm not gonna say she tightened up. We ain't seen her in a one-on-one match. Are we seeing her in a one-on-one match? That was like two seconds. 
Well, it's there was also there was also that <laughs> clip of a uh, house show match that we found on Instagram of uh, her doing a moonsault off the second rope and like whiffing whiffing it. I mean, I, look, none of us are trained to do this, so we're not trying to sound like oh, we can totally do no the fuck I can't. We've can, seen I, Charlotte miss her moonsaults. Oh God. She missed them most of the time. So, <laughs> but, yeah, I don't. And then, um, Shotzi got smacked in the back of the head with a fucking ladder. Well, she kind of did that to herself. Well, she did yeah. that. Yeah, it came after she tried to. What was it? It was off of the top rope. It was, for, and, I think, it was Bliss. It was somebody. And when the, I think it was Lacey, they moved and. She still clipped the back of the ladder. She clipped the back of the ladder on her head. And that's yeah. how she got injured. And then, mm. but she she kept working. All you see was all this blood on her face. Yeah, she said, like, but she looked like she was kind of dizzy. Right. Mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on? And then they replayed it, how she got the blood everywhere. But she kept working. As the match progressed, she did better. Yeah. But it was sloppy in the beginning, but that that it happened. So I wasn't too hard on Shotzi about it. I think people expected a lot out of her, but you have to remember that was her first pay-per-view match on the main roster, and it was her first hardcore match in a year. Mm-hmm. It's like they should have. I still I said this when we were watching it, and I still stand by it. They should have put people that's experienced in that match you could have to i kind of agree with that honestly well the money in the bank match for the women is fairly new were they on like their fourth year now fifth yeah so she's the fifth one because alexa carmella twice natty natty naomi it was mellow won the first one then Alexa. Then it was Bailey. Then it was Nikki. And now it's Liv. Well, then it was Liv because she ain't got the thing no more. Then Car- no, Carmella's won it twice. Yeah, she Did won we the count f- the second one. Do we have to? I count the second one. We do an accolade. But as far as uh, just winners, it's just been five winners. I only count the second one because she didn't. No. Did the guy help her win that one too? Yeah. She he helped her win the first one. He was in the ring for the second one too. They got rid of him, and she the distraction. She was able to capitalize on that and win it again. He was there. I mean, that don't mean helped her per se. That means first, shit. It means yes, yes, yes. No, the bitch had help. She had help both times. She won it fair and square. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, yeah, money, women's money in the bank, but you know, a dude won it for her. That'd be me. I'd win it. Yeah, but you know, let me just ask this: if like a woman did that for her guy and the male money in the bank, people would be, be would be pissed off. No, they wouldn't. I mean, I, I would. The women's stands wouldn't be. I mean, I wouldn't. The be. only reason why people was really mad about it was because one, it was the first women's money in the bank. Right. No, it had never been done before. This was the first time it was ever done. And the first time to do it, they pulled this kind of shit. Now, if they had awaited and they pulled that stunt 
on this money in the bank, people might be mad, but it'd be like, okay, that's a kind of clever way to shake some shit up, right? But I feel mm-hmm. like they're that shit back anyway. Well, as well, you know, we could talk, we could be going about this all night, but Liv Morgan won the money in the bank title or won money in the bank. Congratulations mm-hmm. to her doing that. She's going to come back a little bit later and we're going to circle back to Shotzi here in a little bit after we get done with the recap here. Uh, second match of the night was uh, for the United States Championship Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory. Bobby Lashley beat Austin Theory. Got his. Got his mouth busted up too, which was he weird. Bleed. I got. I got actually You always a fucking mouth guard. He bleeds every time. Every <laughs> fucking time, it never <laughs> fails. As soon as a thought creep into his head, boom, bleed. I said he bleed like he sweat. Jesus. <laughs> if it ain't his mouth, it's that keloid that's on his face. Or oh. he bleeding from his elbow, something. Oh. Some always bleeding. Oh, okay. We're gonna move on because we all know Tiff's Tiff's love for Bobby Lashley. Um, uh, I'm rooting for Bobby. You gotta fell down, Tiff. Nah, fuck him. Shit. No, dude. Oh. If it came down to theory and fucking Lashley, I'm always choosing Lashley over theory. I ain't never say I want to off the theory to win that championship. Never in a day. I she- never said that. And I, and I did give Bobby Lashley props for winning the championship. And I did say in our Midwest Melanin podcast um, group chat that Austin Theory shouldn't have had it in the first fucking place. And it does belong on Bobby Lashley. The title was made for him in the first damn place. So that part, I don't have a problem with. But fuck Bobby Lashley. I'm saying what I want. Y'all ain't gonna censor me. I will censor y'all. So be censoring me. Oh well, you know my, you know Daryl said something to me. He's like, is he? He goes, uh, are they? Is he still saying that he's being groomed by by Vince? I'm like, I guess they're still going with that. He goes, yeah, they might need to change that because being groomed by Vince McMahon totally means something else right now. Not groomed. I'm like, dude, oh. I'm gonna fucking hit you. No, um, well, he's right. But I mean, no filter. He he has no fucking filter. Um, after that, we had the Raw Women's Championship match, Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Bianca retains, and it looks like they're going to run this match back at SummerSlam because for some reason, I'm not fucking sure, Bianca look, came out looking awesome. I think that's all that really mattered. So, <laughs> And she retained, so yay. Um, then came the uh, unified WWE Tag Team Championship match, Street Profits versus Usos. If I had to pick a match of the night, it was that one. It would be that one. It was Definitely. that one. Definitely this fucking one. Usos never fucking disappoint. The Street Profits never disappoint. They got great chemistry together. Fucking. When was the last time we got this hyped over a fucking tag team match? Shit. When the Usos was going against the New Day, and this was in the beginning of that feud, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we like twenty seventeen ish, twenty eighteen. When the Usos was going up against the New Day, the first time, not the third, the first time, the fifth time, the, the sixth first. time, <laughs> the twelfth time, the seven hundredth time. <laughs> I'm they not, kept running it back. 
Yeah, the first time it was real heat. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was definitely good. The girls were growing. And... The girls were arguing. The girls were fighting. They were swinging. I ain't gonna lie. Randy and Riddle did a good job up against the Usos. That was a decent match. But this yeah. match between the Prophets and the Usos was just fight. Because it's like with, with Randy and Riddle, it was more so a, like a fun kind of thing to watch. Whereas yeah. where you put a real tag team up against the Usos, it's always going to be like, well, you say you're the best tag team, you know, for sure, but we're the best too. And it's all that with the Street Profits and the New Day. Can't speak for any um, white tag teams out there. White tag teams. <laughs> they do not bring it via satellite. Cameron Grimes is in this match fucking showing out. Bless him. Jesus. He'll do one thing. He's going to show up in the match. He is showing out. But this match kind of ended in a little bit of controversy because one of the Usos had Montez pinned and when he was pinned, his shoulder was up, but it was not in front of the ref, so the ref didn't see it. So they're probably going to run this back at SummerSlam. If the Usos don't drop at least one of those titles to the Street Profits, I'm going to be mad. I think they should keep the tag team titles unified. If that's one title that should be unified, oh my God. If that's one title that should be unified, <laughs> it definitely is the tag team title. This motherfucker. Yeah. Wow. Until they start bringing up some more tag teams. But until they, they don't have enough. They just don't have enough to make that, to have them separate. You're bringing back the Viking Raiders as a heel team. That's fine. We didn't even see it. They did. <laughs> they was just they was just in NXT. Mm-hmm. NXT. That was the last. Like they had that one-off match, and that was it. With uh, what's his name? Idris and somebody. Mm-hmm. Malik. Yes, there we go. Oh fuck! I expect them to get better because uh, they I don't be- think too. I don't think they are. Uh, they need to or. They're good tag team. They just don't have no characters. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's always. A... Oh. All right. So we just got Damn. a couple. More, we just got a couple more matches to go through. Uh, then we had the SmackDown Women's Championship match: Ronda Rousey versus Natalia. Um, the end of the match: Liv Morgan cashed in her Money in the Bank shot, beat Ronda, and Liv is now a is now the SmackDown Women's Champion. Congratulations to Liv Morgan. Yes. Yes. I just remember we were all screaming in the group chat going, I I told you. I fucking knew it. What? Damn it! I want Cameron to win that shit. Oh, hell no. He speared him out off of the damn second rope. God. He's using that Steiner, that Steiner strength of his. I feel like I want a camera to And then we get to so then we get to the last match. I'm pretty sure this is the match that a lot of people stopped watching at. It was the men's Money in the Bank 
ladder match. Drew McIntyre, Matt. Uh, I'm just gonna call him Mount Moss. So yeah, Drew McIntyre, Moss, <laughs> Riddle, Seth Rollins, Sheamus, Sammy, and Omos. And then <sighs> right when they start. Adam Pierce comes out because I don't know whose theory is blowing. If that's his gimmick that he's blowing all the people Man. in the back to get this. Um, Austin Theory gets added Billy. as the eight man, the eighth man to this the men's money in the bank ladder match. Okay. Okay. I'll wait till mm-hmm. she's done. What midget motherfucker? I got your money. Joy came out there. My Ooh. God. Who came out? Hold on. Oh, no. Hold on. Come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't do this. Yeah. Uh, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, it sounds like my, my camera idea sound a little bit better than this shit. Oh, uh, Jordan Devlin showed up and wrecked mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Oh. I might want to see that shit. Looking like a fucking midget. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not a midget. <laughs> Not a little person. Because Does I can see that with the match. That's a fucking midget. Kiss my ass. <laughs> That's a midget. Fuck him <laughs> and his Jim Neutron looking head. Fuck Hell him. Wait, okay. He did, he come, did he come to match is, though? His head is way too big for all that hair. Period. He, did he, he didn't cause him to lose the match. The match was over. What happened was Cameron lost because he's too busy showboating, wasn't paying attention, and got mm. caught. Okay? The match over, Braun's leaving, and uh, Jimmy Neutron come out there and attack him from behind and put him through the damn table with all the all the catering food and shit. Just put him right through that table. That's not interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, let's save that anger because, you know, so great. He's there. Um, I know when they when they with the men's money in the bank when Theory came out, I turned my TV off. I was done with it because I'm like, fuck it. When when is Sami Zayn gonna win a money in the bank match? You guys put him in there and he never wins. When Becky wins one, okay, Lord. Well, Austin Theory won money in the bank. He's now Mister Money in the Bank. I hope it's a fail, Cashin. Please rem and remember. He has till up till money in the bank next year to cash in. Right. It's going to be a very long fucking year. It's already been a long fucking year, but now it's going to be even fucking longer. It's going to be a glorious... Shut the fuck up. Oh, eat a dick. You you get up my dick. <laughs> Don't because so, I can't. I definitely. You just like Austin Theory because of those pictures. That's it. That's it. No, I actually was following him beforehand. Oh, really? Yes. What color are his eyes, Don? They're blue, aren't his they? Eyes? What? Mm-hmm. What? What's that? Remember. Remember I had went to, when I got my tax return last year, I went to the gym. I was like, oh my God, this trainer looked just like Austin Theory. And Tiffany was like, you know what? He does. He did do that. That's true. His eyes are brown, by the way. 
They're brown? I thought they were blue. Nope, they're brown. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. Everyone, I went on, oh, that sounded terrible. I went on Twitter to see, I'm sorry, we're talking about money in the bank, about what those numbers mean. And people keep saying, I keep saying either a rebrand or a return to black and gold, because I guess that's when it started. If they was going to do a rebrand, it should have just been like the black, they could have done like black and silver or gold and silver. I like that black and silver. That sounds pretty tight. This rainbow shit is it's cute, but it's too fucking bright, and I'm over. I it. like it. Why y'all always ruin? <laughs> they could there there could have been a good like in between, but they did need a rebrand. But they they needed they shouldn't because remember one day it was just NXT, and then it's like next week NXT 2.0. I'm like, wait, what the fuck is happening? 2.0 coming soon. You can't you can't just throw that out at wrestling fans. We need time to fucking like adapt and and shit. I don't it know. It was a whole month before they changed everything. It didn't seem like a month. Just, I don't know. I, I lose bad track of time. So, but that was Money in the Bank 2022. Um, Tiff and Don and Nicole can tell y'all about Great American Bash because my cable was out for half of it. And then we'll jump into why wrestling Twitter is yet again a cesspit. So, kind of okay. <laughs> Well, the Great American Bash came on today, and they started out with the Women's Tag Team Championship. Cora Jade versus Roxanne versus Toxic Attraction. Cora Jade and Roxanne versus Toxic Attraction for the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. It was an okay match. Um, There were some matches that weren't heavy. It wasn't super strong, but it was an okay match. I don't really care for Cora and Roxanne as a team, but they seem to be beefing up their time together to gel so it'll work better for them. Um, it's not super bad. They're getting better and better every single day. So hopefully as time progresses, they'll get better. But they ultimately did beat um, JC and Gigi Dolan, which seems to be a pattern for them they drop the titles, and then a week or two later, they get them back. So let's just hope that this is a permanent situation for them. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm just tired of toxic attraction. I know a lot of people like them, and that's fine. I'm not going to shit on it. I just, for me, they're just not doing anything for me. They never really did. So when they come across my screen, I, I don't watch. But I wanted to see if Cora and Roxanne were going to win, and they ended up winning. So, congrats to them. They're the new tag team champions. Shortly, well, later on in the night, Roxanne ended up issuing a challenge to Mandy. She's going to use her contract that she won in the breakout tournament for the women next week. So, Mandy has to defend her NXT Women's Championship next week against Roxanne. Second match of the night, unless y'all had something to say about the women's match. No, ain't nothing to say. Talk that they had Cora J to win. I'm still shook about that. <laughs> I mean, I saw that coming before she was getting the singles title. It's it's an odd way to do it, but I guess um, I don't think I would have put Cora and um, 
Roxanne together to make a tag team so that they can beat them when they had a tag team that could beat them. Yeah. They could have just gave it to Katana and Casey. I mean, Katana and Kaden, they could have just gave it to them. But, you know, whatevs. Um, next match, well, they had a promo were pretty deadly. They cut their promo. They was talking about how fashionable they are and how pretty they are and how they can't wait to take out <laughs> Briggs and them. So they did that because they're upset that, they're, that Briggs and Co. are the NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Now, a lot of I people mean, are confused as to why. I was confused, too, but I know that the tag, the current, the previous tag team champions got injured, so they decided to have them drop them. I thought they would drop them to a UK team. I didn't quite understand why they were dropped to Briggs and Co. I don't really understand that, but that's what happened. So the next match or the actual match the second match of the night was Wesley and Trick Williams. Now, <laughs> black on black, Brian. Trick Williams should never, ever be allowed to be put in the ring ever again. And I'm not trying to dog nobody that's black. So everybody that's listening that's black, that's pro-black, first go watch the fucking match and then come back and listen before you think I'm judging. Because from what I saw, he is not ready, nor was he ever prepared to go into a match with somebody on Wesley's level. Wesley did 99% of the work in that fucking match. Overselling when he didn't have to. Okay? And then on top of that, Trick missed a lot of them damn long, daddy long leg kicks he was hitting were not hitting. And he won the fucking match because he put something in some bottle. Carmelo gave him the bottle. He rubbed it on his hands and that rubbed all over Wesley's face and in his eyes. He was able to get Wesley disoriented and pick up the W over Wesley that way. But that match was sloppy. It was super short and it didn't give anybody any proper showing whatsoever. It was a horrible match. He don't need to wrestle ever. It chose it right. Y'all tell me what y'all think. I hadn't watched this. I don't know. I was not. I honestly didn't watch most of it. I didn't watch it at all, but what it sounds like is that they kind of I don't want to say exposed him but I mean it sounds pretty accurate for what he can do like he's, he's been in the yeah. ring before this and and he wasn't good then and I was like okay this was his first match it's gonna take time but he's been in tag team matches with Carmelo he's done other things and his ass has been in the PC long enough to have picked up something yeah so, no, you don't get a free pass to be a fuck-up. You need to improve, and you need to do it as quickly as possible. Because them abs and them little tiny baby legs you're walking around on, 
only gonna get you so far with your woman. In that fucking ring, you gonna get have circles wrestled around you. You got to get your shit together. Cause I'm not finna sit up here and watch you embarrass yourself. I'm not finna do that. Okay. That was embarrassing for yourself. And it damn sure was disrespectful to Wesley, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Cause absolutely the fuck not. Oh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Cause child, Carmelo Hayes went up against Grayson Waller for the North American Championship. Now you gotta give Grayson Waller some respect to you, okay? Because, not because I like Grayson Waller, but just the sheer fact that he finessed the fuck out of Carmelo to get this damn match to begin with. <laughs> and Carmelo's ignorant, arrogant ass was not paying attention to none of the shit he signed and pretty much got finessed into this match. Now, Grayson Waller and him was in there fighting. That was a good match. I don't even like Grayson Waller. But that little ashy lip bitch went in there and performed. Now, it looked like Carmelo got some battle wounds for his trouble, but he was able to pick up the win nonetheless. But he has a knot on his forehead, and it was pretty big. And I think it mm. came from when Waller did this kick on him, and it was it was more than just a foot. Like, Waller's whole leg and thigh was going across Carmelo's body, and I don't think he got his hands up in time. So he bore the brunt of that whole um, kick. After that, mm. he had this massive bruise on his forehead. So... They had a good fight, though. Um, Trick got involved, and Wesley took him out. And that ultimately left the distraction open for Carmelo to recover and pick up the win on Grayson Waller. Carmelo Hayes is still your North American champion. I don't know what they're going to do with Trick and Wesley, but I don't want to see them motherfuckers in the ring together until Trick does this shit together. Anyway. Wendy Chu went up against Tiffany Stratton. It started in the back area while Tiffany was getting her makeup done, and they started fighting back there, which led out into the ring. For the most part, their match was not bad. It was okay. For Tiffany's level and her experience, she did a fairly decent job. Wendy did a decent job as well. I actually like their match. Y'all know I don't give shit about Tiffany Stratton's punk ass. Okay, I don't like that. Handsome Squidward. (laughs) But they had a good match. They had a good match between each other, so I was okay with it. (sighs) Tiffany ended up picking up the win, and I'm just sick of Wendy. Wendy's got a, a nice, campy, fun character. She's a good breath of fresh air. And Wendy is constantly the one that they put that puts people over. She ain't got a win on a pay-per-view yet. They need to get that girl something. Okay. Because she's tired of getting her ass whooped and then going to sleep. I'm, I'm sick of that. All right. Now Apollo came out there and cut a promo. Oh, he's and then and then Giovanni Vinci, or whatever the fuck he called himself, came out there 
and basically was like, Apollo mentioned some names of people that he wanted to wrestle and eventually challenge for the NXT championship. And because he didn't mention Giovanni's name, Giovanni came out there. <sighs> the best way I can explain it is he's, he's not given what he's supposed to have gave. And it don't matter how white you get your teeth and how many tans you get, you don't have the swag to pull off the character you're trying to present, sir. So you just look like an extra who happened to be upgraded, you know, to a co-star. That's what you give. However, he did say that Apollo didn't mention him in his little list because he knows that he's going to look better than him and he's going to do better than him and he's obviously going to beat him. So he issued a challenge. Apollo Crews accepted. And it's going to be Apollo versus Giovanni Vinci next week. If you care. The tag team champions was Diamond Vine versus the Creed Brothers. This was a solid match. It always is. The weak link in this match was Damon. <laughs> Mainly because I don't know if he don't have enough chemistry or if he wasn't ready, but he was the weak link in the match. Roderick was solid. Three brothers were solid, but he stood out. When you go back and watch it, you'll see what I mean. Overall, it was a decent match. He got worked over the most in the match, Damian did. And ultimately, the Creed brothers retained their tag team championships. So I don't know what lesson Roderick was trying to teach. But whatever it was, it looked like it didn't go over well in his favor. Now, Mandy did respond to Cora Jade's tag team partner, Roxanne's challenge next week. She basically said, Obviously, she's going to take the challenge. She ain't got no damn choice. But she said that Roxanne can make all the challenges she wants. And she's obviously on a high right now. But she's going to come down off of that cloud real quick. Because next week, she's going to learn a lesson in humility. And who knows, she might not even make it to the match next week. So there was a plausible threat sent out to her. And they're supposed to have their match next week on NXT 2.0. The final match of the night was um, Cameron Grimes and Brown Breaker. Now, before that, you had a promo with Chase U, um, Axiom, which was A-Kid. He's now changed his name to Axiom. He had a promo package. We did see a promo package for J.D. McDonough and Von Wagner and Solo had win at odds, and they have a match set for next week. So the last match of the night was Cameron Grimes versus Brian Breaker. Very good match between the two of them. Cameron Grimes was working Brian Breaker over in that match. He had a very, very solid showing in his final match. But ultimately, Brian Breaker was able to pick up the win because of one error in the match. He was on the top rope getting ready to do his signature move. And all he did was sit there for a few seconds longer than he had to and scream to the moon. And Brian Breaker speared his ass off that top, the second rope. Damn. That was it. Damn. That was one, two, three. He ended up rolling out the ring with his back to the entrance. 
And that's when Jimmy Neutron's big-headed ass came out there and hit the man in the back. And then he picked him up and slammed him through the damn picnic tables they had set up on the side of the entrance. And that is how Great American Bash went off. Now, J.D. McDonough is Jordan Devlin. If you don't know who Jordan Devlin is, congratulations, you have been able to not have this person in your memory bank mm-hmm. unlike the rest of us. Okay? First of all, his head is abnormally large. Let's just start there. Okay? <laughs> it's damn near scary. All right? It, it is It is haunting how massive his head is. Feel bad for whoever had to birth him. Right? Oh! Even if it was a C-section, baby, you... You must have been tormented by the size of that child's head. Chris, poor anyway, mom. Right? If she ain't, oh, goodness. Anyway, Jordan <laughs> Devlin was accused of uh, sexual assault during the Speaking Out movement. Now, WWE did an investigation into those um, allegations. They didn't really announce the findings of those allegations. And then they just kind of let him take his, you know, take his time off. And he was like, I'm going to fight this because it's not true. He claimed it wasn't true. They did the investigation. We don't know what the findings for that investigation is. We still don't know. But this girl had a detailed account of their relationship and what he did to her. Now, for the sake of the argument, most of the time you believe the accuser, because it's already hard enough for them to come forward and voice how they feel and what has been done to them. It could be traumatizing, obviously, and extremely traumatic, and it could be hurtful. And then when people don't believe you and you're trying to explain what happened to you and get justice for what happens to you, it makes it harder when people accuse you of lying or manipulating. And then, of course, when people lie, and they they try to make it seem like they also were assaulted when they weren't, that makes it even harder for people who actually were to be believed and for things to go forward in a criminal matter. When it comes to Jordan Devlin, he is in limbo with most people, but there are a lot of people who are on his side. I genuinely don't know, but that girl that wrote what she wrote, I believe her. She hasn't said anything since. She doesn't have to, but... Um, from what I read, I believe her. And I don't think he should be on TV. I don't think he should be there specifically. But he is. And now they have him square on Brian Breaker. Brian ain't even got done with Cameron Grimes. And they got him attacking Brian Breaker. Now, Brian had the arm injury. Jordan Devlin just put him through a table. So until next week, you probably ain't going to find out if Brian is even cleared to come back or if he's going to be okay. We don't know. So maybe it'll be a kayfabe injury or it'll be a real injury. Either way, Jordan Devlin is there. He made his debut. He attacked Brian Breaker, and Cameron Grimes lost. So that's the Great American Bash. So what's your grade on it? What do you guys give it as a grade? Um, 
a B minus. Yeah. It was it wasn't a bad show. It was solid. But that Trick Williams and Wesley match was garbage. I don't give a shit. Nobody said it was trash. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was good. All right. Solid, solid. <laughs> well, we got that out of the way. We're going to have to talk about the shit that's been going on on Twitter today. So, reason why we can never have anything nice in the wrestling community. Um, so, remember how we mentioned that Shotzi wasn't exactly on our best on this match and Raquel was just not ready for it at all. Twitter was not letting them down about it. Um, I think I saw Big Titty Taryn retweet this. A couple people who we followed retweeted it. Shout out to Taryn because she always has, like, I swear to God, as soon as I get on the Twitter, it's like she's right there with, like, all the shit you need to know for, like, the day. Um, people well, we have nothing to do. What? They have jobs. People people tag her and shit. She's just like, what the fuck? I got other things to do in my life right now. Um, Mm. Apparently, people... I don't know if anyone's anything about Raquel. But people were... Not that I've seen. You have? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, shit. Like, she missed that, which she did. Yeah, but that was it. It wasn't major. No. Well, they were being absolute dickheads to Shotzi. And I'm trying to find the things she did. Oh, you want to know what she said? Yeah. Okay, hold on, because I still have it on my phone. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find right now. Please hold. Okay. I'm here. All right, you got it? Yeah. Okay, can you read it? Yeah, she said, there are three things I care about at the end of the match. Is everyone safe? Did everyone have fun? And did the crowd react? Nobody got hurt. We all had a blast, and the Vegas crowd was hot, hot, hot. I felt on top of the world after that match and was so excited to finally have my first hardcore match in over a year. I wouldn't have done anything I didn't practice or thought I couldn't do safely, but I'm not a wrestling robot. I'm human, and slip-ups happen, especially in a chaotic, unpredictable ladder match. I can take a joke and laugh at myself. One of the first things I said was, I can't wait to see that spot on Botchamania. But comments like, you should be fired, and other terrible things admittedly hit hard. I had to have a few friends wipe the tears off my face and slap some sense into me and remind me who the F I am. That being said, all my haters can suck my big, giant, hairy mangoes. Period. Mm -hmm. Hang on. I'm eating a snack and it just felt part of me. So, (laughs) Shasi posted that and then woke up today to the news that y'all motherfuckers caused her to deactivate her Twitter account. Mm. Now, her Instagram is still up, but that has not been updated since June 25th. 
But as of right now, Shotzi has no presence on Twitter. So if you follow anybody who says they are Shotzi Blackheart, that's not Shotzi Blackheart. So mm. y'all got all that venom for fucking Shotzi, but you don't get any into Raquel, which is mm. fucked up. And then um, y'all y'all started turning on Liv Morgan real damn quick. She came out there. She came out there on Monday, cut a promo, which is a normal little promo she usually cuts, apparently. And y'all start dragging her because that's not the kind of promo a champion should do. Explain that. Explain that to me. It's the same shit she's been saying for like what months now. Like, what the fuck? And, and then, always the ones who always be talking about, I want something new. WWE does the same shit over and over again. You do something new, and then you do this. This yep. is why they go with Charlotte all the time. This is why they go with Becky all the time. This is why you see Roman at the top of the helm for two years. This is why people like Siri get put in place and everybody is happy. This is why they go with their go-to people because of that. Mm-hmm. Or this is why they bring Goldberg back all the yep. fucking time. Yeah. And then y'all can't even let this girl enjoy like fucking 48 hours. And y'all are on Twitter dragging her I can't believe I'm fucking saying this. Y'all are coming for Liv Morgan because she doesn't have side plates on her belt that are customized? (laughs) Y'all make my head fucking hurt. Jesus fucking Christ. You have to know when you're like, they make your ass itch. Because people do be making your ass itch. They do. They do. It ain't even, it's not even worth the time. It really isn't. But I'll just, I'll, when she won, you know, immediately, they was ready. They was like, oh, she about to lose. Yeah. <laughs> Charlotte, Charlotte's about to end it all. <sighs> How many times did I see where it's like, oh, don't worry, Charlotte's going to come take it off for her in like a week. Like, the bitch just won it. And weren't you just like fucking riding diet for her? to get this title shout out to matt from smacking it raw because i know he probably lost his shit when he saw her win so but he's been actually wanting to live the win for a while but i, I don't i fucking hate wrestling twitter i'm just gonna go ahead and fucking say it wrestling i mean i'll put it this way i wasn't she wasn't my pick for money in the bank but i did think she was one of the people that was high on the list to win it I wasn't like devastated that she won because if it wasn't her, it would have been Becky. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't Becky, it would have been probably Raquel. Because they or wanna Oscar. go on it. I wouldn't I didn't think Oscar would be the one because she had just won it a year or two prior. So for me, I would be like, okay, Oscar would be maybe like one of the like fourth person that could possibly win it. I just, I was just like, let's just wait and see what she's going to do with it. She's going to be an extreme baby face as champion. So 
don't expect her to be out there on no fucking Becky Lynch shit or on no Charlotte shit. She's gonna be the baby face, baby face champion on SmackDown. Period. That's what she's gonna be. So let's just wait and see. And like I said on live the other night, a lot of people are setting it in their feelings, but you have to look at it from a different perspective. When you put the title on people like Charlotte, like Becky, like like Roman and Seth, you have a certain expectation of a level of opponent that you want to see them go up against. Like if you get the title, Roman has the title now. You're not gonna expect somebody like fucking uh, I, I just do Chad Gable. We all know Chad Gable has exceptional skill. That's not the problem. The problem is going by what we've seen and what we know in terms of the storyline and wrestling as a whole, he's not a plausible opponent for Roman. Okay? So when you put a title on somebody like Liz, it opens up the door of opportunity to everyone. Because when she goes out there, you saw it. If you didn't watch Monday Night Raw, she was out there cutting her promo. Natalia came out there. Now, Natalia obviously is one of the best wrestlers on the roster. No qualms about it. But having Liv have that belt and Natalia's one of the best women on there. Shit. And Natalia's challenging her or making it as though she's going to be a target for her. It makes sense. You're like, okay, this she she probably could be her. You know what I'm saying? You're not thinking, okay, obviously Liv's going to retain this title. Like, that's clear. You're sitting there like, okay, Natalia obviously can beat this bitch. So, if she win, you know, it's by the grace of God that she, she, she done beat this girl. And then you think about the other people on SmackDown's roster and the possibilities from Raw that could come over. Like I said, it opens up a door for you, her to have opponents that can beat her, that are at her level, and some that aren't. But you still will be like, okay, let's see how this match works out. People like Aaliyah might not like her, but she has a shot up against a champion like Liv Morgan. That's where you have to think about it. You can't think like everybody ha- that has to be champion has to be on a Bianca, Charlotte, Naomi, and that kind of level. While we love them, you want to see them thrive, and they have in their own right. We can't move forward if we don't have new people coming through the door. That's it. Period. So you have to give it a chance. You have to let it stuff work out. If it don't work out, it don't work out. Nobody's saying that you have to be enthralled with Liv Morgan. She's not my favorite wrestler either. I'm not the biggest fan of her, but Liv Morgan isn't horrible in the ring either. So I'm not like 100% like this shit is bogus. Because if we would have got Becky, she would have cashed in on Ronda. They would have capitalized on that and moved forward with Ronda and Becky. Something that 90% of the audience don't want to see. And they keep saying it over and over again. But then they put the title on Liz and it's a problem? Why? Don't you want to see new shit? Liz Morgan being champion is at least, you got at least six new 
opportunities opening up with Shayna Baszler possibly coming in and taking over being champion. Sonya mm -hmm. Deville is over there in SmackDown. She's a possible champion. Person that could take that title off the live easy. So um, yeah. Shayna is long overdue for a fucking title shot. I'm just saying. To explain this, but I feel like Shayna is better for the Raw Women's Championship. No, I can see what you're saying because that would be a good that would be a good showdown between her and Bianca. But on SmackDown, I just don't see it for. Her. Hmm. I would Nicole? put Bliss back. On, I would put Bliss back on SmackDown and have her feud with Liv. Um, that's a good idea. I I like the win for Liv because she really really cared and she put into work because I remember like quite a few of us are like and eh, she ain't that good like why are they so behind her she ain't that good and mm -hmm. then it has started happening less and less and less and it's like oh so she's like actually trying like, really trying and you're like, okay. And then this happens and you're just like, you know what? I'm okay with it. I'm okay with this. Because it's like, she's not going to be champion, obviously, for forever. Probably won't even have it that long. It's the fact that it's someone different. Like, we need... Like, we need to stop complaining about, like, how we're sick of seeing Gold um, Goldberg all the time and Brock and all this other shit. And, but I was like, but then we get in such a huff when someone unexpected wins. And I was like, isn't that what we wanted? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, again, it's not might be a whole bunch of people who are my favorite. But at the same time, we need to start letting go. When you start letting go, we need to start. And like I always said, because I was like, I need to catch myself because all the time, you know, I'd be the first person to be like, they ain't ready, they ain't ready, they ain't ready. But it's like, okay, but why, are we letting them get ready? Maybe not. But like, let's have, let's let them try. Yes. That's the only way you're going to see if they ready or not. Throw them in the water. That's what I'd be saying. You either sink or swim. Mm. That's pretty much everything that we got to talk about wrestling wise, unless there's something that we missed. I don't think so. But y'all stop bullying people on Twitter. They don't pay your bills. Why do you even fucking care? I don't understand don't why that's the thing. And y'all don't even bully the right people on Twitter either. Yo, guys. <laughs> Y'all should be bullying Vince. Why are you doing bullying Liv Morgan? Because you don't have you fucking don't, Vince don't run his Twitter. He don't, he don't run, run his Twitter. It's a waste he of time. He's bullying people like Jackson Riker. Why is he so comfortable on the internet still? Hello. Mm. He is praying. Walking about me. That prayer don't be going nowhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. Riker, Riker said something about Mia Yim. 
Like, what has me and Yim done in her career? Uh, a lot, bitch. What have you done besides been a racist? Are we talking trick? about careers? Are we talking mm-hmm. about careers? Yeah, yeah. that's what we're talking about. Okay, well, we can do. We, you know what? <laughs> Jackie Rock did a whole road sessions episode. Um, <coughs> you, we talking about careers. You, the motherfucker who came out there, it was the least interesting person in your entire group in the Forgotten Sons. And you had to cut, you cut your head and you had a ball spot in the middle of your head. And that was the most interesting thing about you was that ball spot, bitch. That's where we going. We talking about me against career when you barely got off the fucking blocks. And the only, the only feud you had was with Elias. And Elias outworked you and he outcharactered you the whole fucking time. While you're out there wrestling in fucking backyards eating hot dogs, me again is on impact wrestling for titles, working, mm-hmm. making money. You on the internet crying about abortions that ain't even yours because you don't even own a uterus to have one, bitch. You need to be more concerned about what you doing and who you fucking before you worry about what she doing and what's going on with her. Mind the business that pays you, which ain't much. <laughs> she said pretty much everything I could say so right yeah. there with the three K's that fucking pissed me off stupid bitch well, you know what she's done more medium has done more in her career than this motherfucker ever will so you know just I'm mad ahead. he thought that was a punchline <laughs> just be like, he's, he's just one of those yeah. white those white neo-Nazi pieces of shit that just need to just needs to say shit in order to get attention, but it's not the attention that he wants. And we all no, know he ain't getting the right kind of attention Mm-mm. because ain't no real motherfuckers checking his stupid ass. Because you mm-hmm. don't say that shit on the internet all big and bold if you ain't got the same cojones to back that shit up. Well, you know, you ain't doing shit either. You know, if Keith Lee rolled up to his house, he wouldn't. He'd be like, "Oh no, man, I didn't mean it. I didn't, bitch. I heard what you said." The fuck out of here! Who who wrestling at the? At the <laughs> you literally are wrestling in people's backyards, and you're worried about what the fuck she's doing. Love that for him. Fuck out of here! You got paid in hot dogs. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> she got a Twitch. She got a YouTube. She working. Let's say, I mean, shit. I don't know, but. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Editing Tip here, and I had to split this episode into two parts because the second half, which was the better half, the fun half of the show, it was kind of long. We were really having a great conversation and hopefully you guys will enjoy that segment when we put it out, which I'm going to put it out this weekend so we can kind of have a little weekend vibe, but hope you guys enjoyed our review of the Great American Bash as well as Money in the Bank and our small little tidbit on why the wrestling community sucks. 
it was actually very, very good. And we got a little bit of roast sessions in there, just a little bit. So you guys make sure you follow us on our social media. Make sure you follow us at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and follow us on our podcast on Instagram, which is at B4TC underscore podcast. Be sure to rate this podcast. Okay. Give us a rating. Good, bad, in the middle, indifferent. It doesn't matter. Give us a rating. It helps let us know what's going on with you guys and what you guys like. You can always send us messages on Anchor. Um, but really, we really need to know if you like the podcast or not. We want your feedback. We crave it. We need to know. Tell us what you want to hear. If you want to hear specific topics, um, for an episode, you want us to talk about specific people, you want us to do more roast sessions, give us names of people you want us to roast and we'll get right down into doing it. All right. So you guys make sure you follow us. Make sure you listen. Okay. And we enjoy every single one of you. Thank you so much for being a part of the fam. And we will talk to you guys in our next one. And don't worry, we have heard the news about Vincent Kennedy McMahon and all of his mess. So there will be an update to our previous podcast. I think it was a few weeks ago where we will talk about Vince McMahon and the update that was put out by the Wall Street Journal today. So I'll see you guys in our next one. Bye.